Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. Hi, and welcome to this AudioPie tutorial all about remains by Simon Armitage. Have you ever felt really guilty about something? Maybe you were unkind to a friend, or you said something hurtful to your parent and then regretted it later. Have you broken something which was lent to you, or taken something which wasn't yours? Whatever causes that feeling of guilt, it's a horrible feeling that gnaws away, making you feel sick. And no matter how you try to distract yourself, your mind keeps returning to it. Remains examines the pain of a soldier after killing a man at the roadside. It's an image and a feeling he just can't get over, because not only was it such a brutal and sudden death, but there will always be a question mark over whether the dead man was innocent in the first place. He was probably armed, possibly not. I want to ask about the structure of this poem. It doesn't have a clear rhythm or rhyme scheme. Why is that? Well, there aren't many end rhymes, but there are several internal rhymes, which means they occur partway through the line of the poem, and most of them are half rhymes, so they're not as obvious. But they do add a rhythm and emphasis to some of the words. The line in the second stanza, for example, says, Are all of the same mind? And two lines later, there are some internal and half rhymes. Three of a kind, all letting fly, and I swear. It sounds so scattered, especially because of the way the lines are arranged. Those lines you just read out aren't full sentences. No, the poem is full of enjambment, which is when one line carries on to the next, like it's overflowing. That combined with the irregular rhymes makes the poem sound like the memory of the soldier. An authentic, chaotic, pieced-together retelling of an event. It flows something like natural speech, but it's also deliberately disrupted by line breaks, revealing how fractured the mind of the soldier is. It's not meant to sound pretty and polished. Another example of disruption is the final line of stanza five. Then I'm home on leave, but I blink. There's a full stop in the middle of the line. The full stop seems like it should be an end to everything. Then I'm home on leave. Full stop. It's over. But then the full stop is immediately followed on the same line by that connective, but. So it's clear that it can never really be over for him. That's called a caesura. It's easy to remember that word if you imagine the line being cut down the middle by a full stop, like a person's middle being cut in a caesarean section. Okay, so while we're on the topic of blood and gore, there are some very violent images in the poem. First of all, the scenario itself is disturbing. All three of us open fire on a man who legs it up the road. So one man runs away and three soldiers fill him with bullets. It's chilling. Armitage interviewed soldiers after Iraq and he put together a collection of poems based on their experiences. This kind of thing really happened. In fact, the opening words tells us that this situation is not unusual. It says, on another occasion, as if the soldier has been telling us all about it. He writes in the first person, we were sent, because it adds an authenticity to the poem, given it was based on true events, 
and it also makes it more emotionally raw for the reader to hear his perspective and not some sterile third-person account like a news report. The way the soldier talks is important too. The language itself is quite gory. They eviscerate the man with bullets until he is inside out. A really horrifying image. No wonder it's stuck with the soldier forever. What makes it harder to swallow is how casual it all seems, though, like it's normal. That's what this poem does. The normality of it all is revealed by Armitage's use of colloquial language. That just means chatty words and phrases. In stanza four, he writes, One of my mates goes by and tosses his guts back into his body. It's meant to really shock the reader, just as it shocked the soldier, to deal with something so harrowing in such a casual way. So the change from describing that single event to its after-effects happens in stanza 5. If you want to sound clever, you can call it a volta, which means the turning point in a poem. The line goes, end of story, except not really. This one moment has caused long-term damage to the soldier, who seems to now be suffering from PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder. It's quite common for soldiers to experience flashbacks and nightmares because of the things they have seen or done, either of their own volition or on orders. Right. Line 1 says, we got sent out. So he was there under instruction. But stanza 2 says the soldiers are all of the same mind, so all three of us open fire, which suggests that the shooting was a decision they made personally. The active choice to shoot is what makes the soldier feel guilty when he's back home, out of the army, and still sees the man everywhere he looks. He's rehashing his decision all the time, never sure if he was justified in shooting. Even at night he can't shake the memory. Sleep, and he's probably armed, possibly not. He even turns to drink and drugs in an attempt to flush him out. That metaphor makes the memory of the man, or even the man himself, seem like a disease or a poison to be flushed out of the blood. Ironically, the memory is killing the soldier. The whole poem is divided into stanzas of four lines, except for the last two lines which stand together. I think that's telling us that there's more to come. His bloody life in my bloody hands. It's never going to be over for him. This poem would be good to compare with any other war-themed poems such as War Photographer, Poppies, Bayonet Charge, or Kamikaze. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.